When I started this podcast, it was September 2020. It was full pandemic, no vaccines anywhere. And my husband and I were really not seeing anybody. I wasn't even hugging my children on the occasions that I saw them. They are actually grown up. They weren't just locked in another part of the house. So that means for most of the history of this podcast, my interactions have been with people largely via Zoom and phone calls and emails and texts. Now, as my world has included a lot more people in the past few months, I have been actually interacting with real human beings, <laughs> real human beings in a variety of contexts and in very unscripted conversations. And it's been so different. Very funny, very illuminating. The other day, a woman who knows my work here was introducing me to a young woman who didn't. And she said, you know, Michelle has this great new podcast. You know, she's a vegan life coach. And the younger woman said, that is so cool. Do you veganize recipes? And that's really the first time it occurred to me. Have I ever talked recipes here on the podcast? This is episode number 47. I must have. I must have alluded to one or two, but that is definitely not a big part of what goes on here. Because vegan recipes, at least in my opinion, vegan recipes, they are not what is standing between you or anyone else and a plant-based diet. Vegan recipes are not missing from the bookstore or the internet or social media. In about 60 seconds, you can find a vegan recipe for almost anything. And are some recipes probably better than others? Of course, I'm sure, no doubt. But no one needs me to veganize recipes for them. I'm happy to share or post my favorite vegan cookbooks, but even though I must have 40 or 50, I think, vegan cookbooks, I do not really use them often because it's just, honestly, it's not that complicated to eat a delicious, varied, nutritious diet that doesn't include animals. So in my humble opinion, as a vegan life coach, if vegan recipes, plant-based recipes, are not what's standing between omnivores and a vegan or plant-based life. What is? What is standing in the way? What is the one thing that stands between people and a diet that does not involve animals? And if you say protein, I'm going to cry. Think, vegheads. Think. I'll give you about... 45 seconds. Hello, Veg Heads. Veg Your Besties. Welcome back to Veg Your Best, the plant-based podcast. My name is Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach, a practicing vegan, and I'm here every week to encourage you 
to eat more plants and set an impossible goal, whatever that is for you. Today, episode number 47, what stands between us and limiting or eliminating the consumption of animal products? It's not what you think, it's what you think with. Our brains, vegheads, it's our brains. Our brains are the number one thing that keep us from doing all the things we say we want to do. Whether it's decreasing the amount of meat you eat each week, or losing weight, or looking for another job, or getting fit, starting a podcast, writing a book, building a new business, the CEO part of our brain has this great new goal to tell our friend or our coach or our family member. And then, and then our brain, which contains the Eeyore part. Do you know Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? Who always says, we're doomed. Well, our inner Eeyore will hear the great idea and say, hmm, but it'll never work. You've tried that before. You don't have time. It'll be too expensive. Now's not good. You don't have enough support. You need to do more research. What does your inner Eeyore say? After your CEO brain comes up with a great plan, an exciting goal. Well, that research one is for sure one of mine. The CEO part of my brain comes up with endless, fabulous, exciting ideas. And then my Eeyore brain is like, oh, you better Google that. If that was a good idea, everyone would be doing it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I will say that among my clients, thinking about moving to a plant-based or a vegan lifestyle, I see this dynamic all the time. Their CEO brain is like, well, a whole food plant-based diet has so many health benefits. More and more athletes, even extreme and elite athletes are choosing to go vegan to avoid inflammation. There are benefits to the environment. We can get our protein from plants without them having passed through the intestines of an animal and without the enormous waste of water and the greenhouse gas emissions and deforestation. And our CEO brain knows about the industrial animal agriculture system with its cruelty and suffering for animals, as well as unsafe and brutal worker conditions. So many reasons to limit and eliminate animal consumption, says our CEO brain. And then, and then, it'll never work. <laughs> our ER brains most often go to things like, it'll cost too much money. It'll take too much energy and time. And I don't even know what to eat. So there is a tiny bit of truth to it, right? Just enough evidence that our Eeyore brain is like, well, I mean, what would you pack for lunch at the office? 
Vegan foods are expensive. What would you even buy at the market? It'll take so much time to buy fresh things and cook everything from scratch. What would you even make for dinner? The family won't like it. You better buy some vegan cookbooks first. Hmm. And that reaction, those Eeyore comments, it's not just true for people moving towards a plant-based diet, right? Your Eeyore brain has a problem with almost any great idea you have. Any great idea that means doing something that you don't already do, that you don't already know exactly how to do. Listen, eating vegan food is not hard. I just eat food every day. That is no longer a subject for the Eeyore part of my brain. And I'm pretty sure that you do things every day that once upon a time you did not know how to do. And it was awkward. And you did make mistakes. Sometimes you even spent more money on it than you really had to. Once we get to a certain level, it's no longer a big issue. But at the beginning, of course, every problem, every mistake, every question that arises is an opportunity for that Eeyore part of our brains to say, this isn't worth it. Our CEO brain, we've talked about it before, the prefrontal cortex that evolved more recently in humans, that's the part of our brain that allows us to plan, to dream, to imagine, to see things that aren't right in front of us, and to learn not only from our own mistakes, but to learn from other people and their stories. And then our Eeyore brain, who has been around a long, long time and sees saber-toothed tigers behind every corner, Eeyore is that primitive, that sometimes they call it the lizard brain, that has basically three remits, right? Remember the motivational triad? Seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy by doing everything as easily as possible. So when you're starting a new way of eating, Eeyore keeps reminding you to seek the foods you find pleasurable. And they aren't on the new plan, maybe. And Eeyore brain keeps noticing the foods you don't really like yet or haven't gotten used to yet and makes that a problem. And Eeyore keeps telling you that all this is a lot of trouble for something you'll probably fail at. <laughs> Thanks, Eeyore brain. <laughs> I count on you. I count on you to keep me breathing at night when I'm asleep and to keep my heart beating and all sorts of cool things. But you are kind of a buzzkill, Eeyore, when I'm trying something new. It's so good to know that, right? And life coaches have Eeyore brains too. Eeyore brains that run away with them and us and get negative and gloomy and say, we're doomed all the time, all the time. I give my Eeyore brain another voice here for the podcast, but when he's in my head, 
He just sounds the same as the CEO brain. He just sounds reasonable, just as thoughtful. That's why having a life coach can be so helpful. Someone outside of yourself, outside of your brain, to help you notice when you're using your brain against yourself, against your dreams. Because the one thing that is standing between you and any new goal or challenge, whether it's a new way of eating or living or working or creating or loving your spouse or spending time with your family, the one thing that's standing in the way of any adventure, the only thing you really need to worry about is your brain, the Eeyore brain. When you work with a life coach, you have someone who will help you recognize and identify the limiting beliefs, the old patterning, the part of your brain that is using the evidence that you didn't die yesterday to talk you out of doing anything new today or tomorrow. So we want to cut that Eeyore brain off at the pass. Because if you've got a dream, whatever it is, a dream to run a half marathon, but you're not consistently exercising right now, you don't need to find the perfect training plan today. Your Eeyore brain is thinking you need lots more research. But in the meantime, in the meantime, right now, you can just lace up the shoes you've got and start walking or start moving consistently. As you start moving and living like someone who is active, you will undoubtedly make better choices and learn new things and be able to recognize the right plan for you when you're ready for it. And if your goal is to start cutting back on eating animals, you don't need to buy a dozen vegan cookbooks. You can make a quick mental inventory right now right now of what veggies, fruits, grains, greens, seeds, legumes, and fungi you already eat. The whole food that you already enjoy. And just increase it. Double up on it. Double up on the amounts you normally eat and maybe even eat them first. Crowd out the animal flesh and animal products with those whole food, plant-based items that you already enjoy. And you can do that today. Next meal, with no new recipes, without waiting for anything or anyone. And when you do a few days of that, your brain will be in a different space. It will start to really understand what amounts are satiating and what you really do miss eating, and what you don't miss. Most of my clients notice that there's a category or two of meat, dairy, eggs, or fish that they can give up or swap out very, very quickly. That is exactly what the Veg Your Best coaching model is all about. Meeting you where you are and building on what is working in your life rather than starting by overhauling everything in your life. 
this is how we comfort that Eeyore voice that says, it's too much, it's not enough, it's too late, it's too soon. You will notice that part of your voice is on every side, that Eeyore voice, whatever works to get you to stop this idea of changing anything. Okay, and how are you doing with your minimum baselines? Remember episode 41? My minimum baselines are still go over to my 35-pound kettlebell every day and lift it. And the other one, open my Google Doc and write one sentence for my 90-day book challenge. And I have missed several days here and there, but very few. And that has been illuminating. We're going to talk about that part another time when we revisit minimum baselines and my goals. But because it still happens now and then, I have not increased my minimum baselines. It's still the minimum of one kettlebell lift and one written sentence every day. But I have now written over 25,000 words in my book with that method. And I can lift the kettlebell and do lunges and do arm work with it, and I am noticeably stronger. My muscles are tauter, and I am super happy about that. Am I doing the perfect workout to rehab after my back-to-back shoulder injuries? No, probably not. But I am also not waiting to find that or find, waiting to find the time to pursue it. Are my 25,000 words that I've written since I started my 90-day book challenge on June 16th in a terrific format? No, they're all over the place in some ways, but I am capturing the information and the ideas and the stories from my clients and a lot of the things that I want to include. And when I'm ready to start imposing more order on it, I definitely will. But I am not going to have to start from the very beginning then, am I? I will have a lot to work with when I have the headspace and the guidance and the plan to put those ideas into a readable manuscript. And I will have also established a daily work ethic of writing my book. So back to veganizing recipes. My point has been that if you are onto your brain and how it tries to overcomplicate your goals and sow doubt and confusion and tell you that you're too tired or overwhelmed or unready, if you are onto that Eeyore part of your brain, you can just thank it. Thank Eeyore. Thank that part of your brain that's just worried about you. And you can reassure it by doing a little something towards your goals anyway. Remember Seneca? Who has missed the Stoics? Seneca said the goal was to acquire one thing a day, a quote, some information, an idea, an insight, maybe a story, something that fortifies you against 
poverty, against death, against adversity. Quote, each day acquire something that will fortify you against poverty, against death, indeed against all other misfortunes as well. Thanks, Seneca. He didn't say the one thing, find the one thing that makes you perfect, just the one thing that makes you stronger, a little more capable, a little more compassionate. Find that one thing that maybe makes you a little wiser. I'm going to put together a free PDF of some of my favorite vegan books, cookbooks, websites, and social media for everyone. It will not be exhaustive, but it will be some of the things I go to most of the time or some of the things I point my clients to. I think you will find within it some of the resources I and my clients have found most helpful in a very usable format. You don't need exhaustive to have some great resources at your fingertips. You can email me at info at michelleolandercoaching.com or you can message me or follow the links in my social media or on my website to get it. Look for the free vegan and plant-based resource list at VegYourBest. But don't wait to start. Don't. The only thing standing between you and your goal, whatever it is, is your brain. Your thoughts about how it's going to go and what it will be like and what you might feel along the way. But I'm promising you, you are going to be confused and overwhelmed and doubtful anyway. Anyway, you're human. So why not feel those uncomfortable emotions on your way to your goals? Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.